0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ed Carbajal, and we are brought to you by AllAccessMMA.com. Check out our video podcast on AllAccessMMA.com. This week, we have the pleasure of being joined by Paul the Ninja Turtle TIG, who will be competing. Uh, in about a week and a half now at BKFC 18 on June 26th in Hollywood, Florida. Uh, Paul, thanks for joining us.
1: No problem. I know y'all busy.
2: <laughs> All good Paul. Um, uh, you're breaking up a little bit there or there might be a little bit of a delay. But um, it looks like you're fighting in the fight capital of uh, the United States right now because uh, Hollywood, Florida has got a lot of stuff booked. Um, what are you doing to uh, prepare for uh, – I mean, like, how close are you to Florida? Where do you fight out of? Um, you know, let us know uh, some of your background. Hey, I'm uh, in, in Hollywood, Florida,
1: uh, June 26th at the Hard Rock, uh, the Hard Rock Seminole Hotel, I think is what it's called. The hands man, just looking to go down there and
2: be. Oh boy, we're have we got having some connectivity. Yeah, issues. we're
0: having severe issues <laughs> right now. Um, yeah,
2: I didn't hear anything you said, Paul.
1: Is this any better? Can you
2: hear me now? Yeah, that sounds way better.
1: Okay, I'm connect, like I'm connected to 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 Wi-Fi, so I'm surprised it's doing I'm like, great signal on Wi-Fi.
0: You're back right there. So, so Ed was just saying, why don't you tell us a little bit how you got started and and uh, where you're training out of and then what you know what it's gonna take for you to get down to Florida uh, for this BKFC fight.
1: Um. I, I trained at a No Mercy, uh, a.k.a. the Goon Squad out of uh, Union, South Carolina. And, like, I've been I've been fighting since 2014. You know, I made my amateur debut on, like, three weeks of any kind of training, but I wrestled in high school, so I didn't want to to get away. So, after I graduated in 07 and didn't do nothing until 2014, I ain't going to say I was out of shape because I was still doing my like – I'm a video gamer, but if I, I – I, like, Playing Call of Duty or UFC or something—I'll be doing. I, I do pushups or situps between, re- between like breaks between. Just I was—I've always been. wanted to be in shape. And well, re- wrestling UFC, is play, a good base. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. Sorry.
2: Uh, so I was going to say wrestling is a good base, though.
1: Oh yeah, it most definitely is. That's the reason one reason I got in. That's one reason I got into it. Somebody, like I, I I went to a local fight and I was like I want to do this and I asked one of the people that was over it they, I was like how do I do this? They said just hit up this person. I hit up that person and then the guy the, the guy I hit up that day I ended up fight I ended up being on a bunch of his podcasts fighting for Conflict MMA down in Columbia, South Carolina. And he was like he's like he's like he's like a few years ago you know, some random guy walked up to me and told me he wanted to do this. He said you have a lot of people that do that but they don't really. Want to do it? I even want to talk to you about it. He said you actually did it. You're now you're getting ready to fight for a title. So, you did it.
0: <laughs> so, so you had some wrestling in high school, and then you basically just showed up, saw some guys fighting, and decided that that was that was the next
1: move. Yeah, but I, see, I was playing a video. I was playing UFC 2010 at the time or something. I got, like, <laughs> it, was just, it made me like it's like you know. I said you know I, I said I want more wrestling I want to try this, and then. I got my dad bought me some MMA gloves for Christmas um in 2013, and as I was going to Academy to return them because they were too big, <laughs> the, my, my 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 um late boxing cousin before he passed away, Daryl Webb, he was working the door at Academy when I was at door and I needed to return these, and he handed me a, a card and say come he said come out to my gym he said we, we box there. I said, i'm looking to him mate. he said we, we, we'll get we'll get your hands raised right. but well, we do have a few state championship wrestlers that actually get on the Matt wrestle around so they might be interested in may would you hey we went out there in, in a boxing ring and just you know got it off <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so you have like a total of four fights now, right i mean and, and you got one coming up at the end of the month um i mean so it's is it do you have someone coaching you like it just seems like you're you fell into it you'd be surprised about how many wrestlers got into fighting the way that you did by the way <laughs>
1: um yes I, um i um I, i've been like when i first started i had a coach named billy joe cook and jason and Abnett as my mma coaches along with my boxing coach daryl webb but now I'm, I'm i'm under um no mercy mma which um brad his name is bradley pruitt he's been my he he was also coaching me when I when I first started with Billy Joe and Jason State. Jason Jason State, um, Jason and Adam, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but um, Brad, I've, I've I've been with Brad ever since, and we we had a kind of a a year and a half snag because he was in a real bad wreck that almost killed him. His Dodge Ram pickup went up went up under an eighteen wheeler, an eighteen wheeler trying to do a U turn in the middle of the road, and he oh, was wow. uh, re- all, all, like very fucked up. So mm. it was like. But after he came, but after he, uh, I, and I was coaching about 25 people out of my mom's basement.
2: Wow. So, so what do you know about uh, your opponent for the 26? Uh, I know his last name is Famez. I mean, what's his record? I mean, how do you prepare for for a bare knuckle fight of this caliber? Oh, whoa, I think we lost him again. There he goes. <laughs> uh, uh, here he comes. He's coming back.
1: Hey, I'm so sorry. My wife, my wife just tried to call me. She thought she thought <laughs> I, she thought I said it started at nine it's all right you're
0: sticking sticking and moving so
1: uh (laughs) how uh
0: so uh, what what so from mma uh to now bkfc (laughs) um you did have a fight with toe the line um i guess my first question is what's the separation between toe the line and bkfc are they the same company are you dealing with the same people or is it a totally different uh organization
1: um Total line. I, the way I look at it is like Dana White's contender series for mm. BKFC. That's what I that, That's what I bring. like bring in some people to see if they got what it takes to be to on BKFC.
0: But is it the same? Uh, is is it Paul Feldman or is it is it a totally separate um, organization?
1: Paul Feldman is affiliated with it. But Nate Shook was the matchmaker and the one that was over, which he's the matchmaker for the BKFC too. Hmm. So it's okay. like a feed, it's like a feeder program, but now and, and now they have the BKFC tryouts as well.
2: Yeah, that I know about. Um, the one thing uh, before we lost you, I was asking you uh, about your opponent Famez, that you're fighting on the 26. What do, what do you know about him? And uh, like, how are you preparing for for the fight for somebody? Uh, I mean, I don't know much about him. I I couldn't find anything on him, so.
1: All I know is um, his name's Famez. That's his. He's an R&B singer out of Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pro boxing record. Hmm. And Interesting. The guy. With the, the, the two. Uh, the, what I found on the two guys that he fought were um, seven and twenty-seven and zero and twelve. But I think he also went to um, one of the tryouts they had too. Maybe that might be how he got
0: noticed.
1: Hmm. And, it, and you know. Somebody like that, if they got like a big coming from, from the music, especially yeah. in his hometown. But I heard he had a lot of street credit, like a lot of street fights, a lot of street credit. So I'm not going to go in under an because, hey, some of these street yeah. fighters come out swinging in that lucky punch land and shit.
0: Yeah, BKFC is a different animal. I, I I attended the last event out in Birmingham. <laughs> Um, and I've talked about it several times on here how it's just a different world. Had you seen a bare knuckle fighting event? Um, I mean, other than street fights, had you seen an organized bare knuckle event before you showed up for your first fight? All TV, not live.
1: Mm. Not live. <laughs> but, and, I, and I had never, like, I had, like, before I started actually training in anything or fighting, I had never been into a street fight. A little scuffle with my sister here and there, but you know, brothers just wrestling around growing up anyway. So that was about the only kind of fight I had besides my wrestling, wrestling.
2: <laughs> wow. So, so what do you uh, like? Like, how did you? Uh, I just, I just it just seems like you up and and decided you wanted to start fighting one day. So is I mean is that pretty accurate? <laughs> yeah,
1: basically, like I just like I was I, like I played I was playing video games and it got like it got me like. And then, and then I started watching UFC, and I was like, "I, I, I said, I said, I said, that's what, I, that's something I want to do." I said, "I said, I want to give it a shot." I said, "Bump it." I'll go in my. I yeah. went to my first fight, supposed to fall who uh, who 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 had who, who had been my best friend for going on twenty something years now, because like I had an original opponent, but they dropped out, and then I was at one fifty five looking for somebody. He was like, "He thought we couldn't wrestle against each other in high school because he was at one twenty five in high school and I was at one fifty five in high school." So. But after he joined the military, he got some weight on him. He, he was like, "He's like, I'll fight you." I was like, "Okay." And he was, a, he was a state champion wrestler, and a North South champion, a, a North South wrestler. So I knew it was gonna be fun because we, because mm-hmm. we both made. I, I made it in state. I never won, but we all. I knew it would be a fun match. just because
0: mm-hmm.
1: best friends going out there just to slug the hell out with no, no, to <laughs> yeah, so it's like, whatever. And we was And we told, so, but. Three days before the fight, they, the, the 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 South Carolina Commission would not accept his military physical, hmm. and he didn't have the money to get enough to get another physical. So, on three day notice, I ended up fighting a guy who had been training for seven years. Oh wow! And I had three weeks of training post wrestling. it started off the guy like, we we was going. I got a couple of good licks. He I kicked, I I kicked him with just like the one week of karate that I had to learn how to throw him, somewhat <laughs> of a kick. <laughs> and um, then he hit. He went for a head kick, and I caught him, took him down, punched him a few times. Oh, wow. he went for an elbow, I stacked him and started punching him again. And then once he swept me and I got on my back, I didn't know what the hell to do. I didn't know what jiu-jitsu was, neither. <laughs> <laughs> so I got punched yeah. in the face. Got punched in the back of the head. Got punched in the face some more. Got punched in the back of the head some more. And then, they caught it, <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I went. I walked. I walked to the locker room. I threw up because my nerves finally caught up with me. And I, my dad sitting there beside me. My dad and my boxing coach Daryl, and my boxing teammate at the time Tony. We were sitting there, and they was like. My dad was like, "Is this what you want to do?" I said, "Hell, fucking yes!" <laughs> <laughs> and My dad's dad like, "Well, let's get in the gym and put in some and put in some good work." He said, Let's yeah. do this. I mean, I was going out that spin ball to get knocked out in like 40 seconds or
2: something. Yeah. I
1: got TKO'd in the first round with 10 like 15 seconds left. So I was like, I made it almost three minutes. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, not for nothing. That's the way you gotta do it though. I mean, you have to be present in the moment, and you know, if, if it doesn't go your way, you gotta take the lesson from the loss, right?
1: Yep. And then after basically a month or two months of um, MMA training, I, I fought I fought in June. And I, then my next fight was in August against a guy who was two and two, in his in his home, well in in his, in Columbia around his hometown. So of course I went in as the underdog. My, my my when I started training with that's when I started training with Billy Joe Cook and uh, Jason and Abnett. and we were sitting there just hitting. And I they, I had I, I had only trained with three like three Sundays because I was work I was working a full time schedule all the days. They had available a Sunday too, so. I went into my next fight against a guy who was two and two with a with a decently strong wrestling background. He yeah. he was based uh, he he was living in Germany on, on a military base wrestling in Germany. And <laughs> he thought I was just a boxer because I was trying to have a boxing gym. And I told him, I said, Man, I'm looking to throw hands. He's like, that's fine. He's like, I'm looking to put your ass on the ground. I like that <laughs> the problem with that. He said, What I said, my wrestling background. He said, I'm not worried. I said, Well, you should be. <laughs> and, and then we we got we started going at it. And I got it, too. I I got it. I, I mind-fucked him at weigh-ins. I completely messed with his head at weigh-ins. And by how I said, like, he, I said, I said, I said, I'm going to tell you how this you. I said, are you going a good fight? I'm playing a good fight. I said, but there's only going to be one man standing. I said, does he, look like he, does he look like he wants to be standing after this fight? Nah, bro. And his whole momentum just changed. Like, his whole mood just changed. We come out of fight day. <laughs> he threw some whack, whack-ass kick I missed. Then he went for a double leg, which he got me down, yes. But I stood up with him and uh, standing. Darst, told him on the cage and, t- and told him out in forty-seven seconds. Sorry. Oh, nice. Seconds.
0: So and you picked you up them, your MMA. Yeah.
1: And and go I told ahead. You that the podcast before on that the night the night before I said I'm gonna finish him with the, with within within forty-five seconds.
0: Mm. Crazy, crazy. So I don't know if I'm stealing this one from Ed, uh, but how did you get the what, where'd the uh, the name of the Ninja Turtle come from? well other uh, than well, other than the ninja turtles
1: <laughs> i mean hence the tattoo <laughs> oh uh, <man>. they, <laughs> uh, but um I, I was a ninja Tur- i was a ninja turtle fanatic growing up but the reason i got the nickname because my original fight name was Paul my dirk Teague. my Dirk being my gamer tag which a lot of I, i've had a few a few of my friends from xbox who i play with who i played with back in the day. Has but they were still friends with me on Facebook. They messaged me. They look, like I had some random guy from Tennessee after my fight April 6th. Messaged me, he's like, he's like, he, he, he sent a message. He said, My dirt question mark. I said, Yeah, who's this? And he told me, He's like, dude, I met you in Tennessee the other night. He said, I bet fight. He said, I didn't know you fought, bro. He said, You actually went through with it after he was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it meant, it meant something to me. It was like, Yeah, awesome. <laughs> and um. So-
2: So let me ask you, uh, let me, let me ask you something. Uh, The, uh, the whole, I I thought just the Ninja Turtle thing was because of like your desire to fight and stuff like that. But it looks like you've mentioned video games several times. Um, Is it, is, do you find that like your hand eye coordination is, is easier when it comes to striking and training and stuff like that because of all the gaming that you do? Because, you know, people always try to knock gaming versus doing something athletic, and I, I think that there's mental training involved when you do something like that.
1: Well, um, I have to say, um, I, I've, I've all, because I've been a gamer my whole life, and I recently became a video game streamer as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, and most of the games I play, I used to play UFC. I used to play like a buttload of UFC, a buttload of Madden. Now I'm basically just Warzone, Call of Duty. And my hand-eye coordination—I have to say, probably is like maybe not hand-eye coordination, but my my eye, my eye coordination, be able to see things quick and react. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hand my because on the video game you're not you do you do use your head, but you ain't got to like move and try to block block like you would with um with fighting and stuff. Yeah, but um, my <laughs> head, my hand coordination my hand coordination is pretty, is pretty good due to the fact of gaming being a gamer my whole life, and um. Like people are not video gamers all the time, but I used to tell people all the time before I even started fighting. But like, I bet you I hit you before you hit me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, I- the, the
2: the
1: the reason I, the, the, I got the name the Ninja Turtle, my old coach Billy, because if, if y'all if y'all haven't looked at like any of my YouTube fights up or anything, um. I always like to do spinning attacks, spinning attacks like spinning back fists, spinning back kicks, spinning wheel kicks. I like I, I like to do a lot of spin, like spinning attacks, so like ninja, I, I, like so. My my coach used to be call, call me a ninja for that sorts of stuff. But when I first came to MMA, I didn't know what jujitsu was, so I was like a turtle. I couldn't get off my damn back, so mm. he named me the ninja turtle because I, I had a big, big thing about ninja turtles. That actually makes some sense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's, a, that's cool how that
0: came together. You, you know, you said you're a, uh, obviously a fan of the UFC video games, uh, and you said you started watching UFC. Are you a fan of the sport in general? Do you keep up uh, on the weekly fights and everything that's going on in the fight world?
1: Yes. Well, reasons behind that, because I also work at Dave & Buster's where we show all boxing, all UFC events. So me having fight knowledge helps my pocket too. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs>
2: absolutely yeah
1: it's always like once I started playing video games I started watching it and I got more into it more into it more into it which my ex-wife didn't really like she supported me here and there but she didn't really care like she she go she go to, like hooters and stuff watch it with me and stuff like that but besides, but besides that my my, my wife my, my wife now she she was happy when I retired the first time because she like shes supported but She's one of she's one of those needy women that always wants you there, <laughs> so, and that just and we butt heads a lot because because I mean if I'm if I'm not training I'm playing a video game but she, I still give her I still give her, her time but I don't give her hundred and ten percent like I used to. <laughs> and we've been we're going on like, like December twenty third will be three years marriage June seventeenth will be four years together.
2: Oh, nice! Nice.
0: Congratulations. So, so how did you react from your retirement to bare knuckle fighting?
1: How did that go? Um, see, um, I'm one in three. I'm one in three as a professional MMA fighter. Which April sixth is when I completely retired from MMA. Which I, to be honest, give or take, I say I should be three and one, maybe even four and oh. But if you go back and watch my fight, you can see. All three fights that I lost, I were I was dominating, like dominating. First fight I lost, I got caught with an Americana. But I was stuck in a triangle for two minutes, elbowing a man's lights out.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> second fight I, got, I lost, I got caught with an arm bar after I was murdering him with elbows on the bottom, standing, beating him on the feet. And then my, my, my last fight, dominating on the feet. I, I went for some stupid slip. Ended up on my back. Was doing well. I had him. I had him in. A, I had him in what I like to call a code breaker. But I want to say another name for it, it might be the honey badgers. Where you put your knee to the chin, and just basically pull. Like, like you know, people with broad shoulders. Like say how horse, uh, how horse in chemo, I think it was, how he couldn't lock the triangle because his shoulders were so broad. Mm-hmm. You can't really like a triangle on somebody like that, especially if you got short, stubby legs and they got swole shoulders. So. <laughs> So the way I do it, I bring, I set it up like a triangle. I bring my knee up, I put it on their chin, I pull down on it. I put both hands behind their head, pull down, and just pull and and like a kind of like a. Like sounds a like. Basically. Yeah,
2: it sounds like a go-go plata, but with the
1: with me instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he caught me with. He caught me with. Uh, he caught me with one elbow, and, and I, I, it like, shook me a little bit. I forgot about elbows because I've never never been hit with one in a fight. So I was like, oh, shit, I can can do that. And I started shrimping. And then he caught me with like, bam, bam, two right back simultaneously, right, right, like right there. Yeah. Right there. (laughs) So I went out out for a split second, came and I came back. But when I came back, I was in a choke. So I thought he choked me out. And he was still still choking. So I tapped, not knowing I was actually choked.
2: So, so it looks like you you prefer uh, bare knuckle uh, to MMA then, right? I mean, does, does it seem easier, harder to you? What's your take on it?
1: Um, well, I do I just constantly don't want to um have constantly keep training everything. Jiu-Jitsu, judo, wrestling, Sorry, my phone Um, I just really didn't. I just really now, now I can just focus on my boxing, which I'm still kickboxing at the gym and everything. Here and there, like to get teammates ready and stuff. I'm still grappling with them and everything. But right now we're just focused uh, they they've been helping me get ready for this because they know I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be fighting in front of like forty to forty-five thousand people, give or take, plus whatever's on pay-per-view. Biggest crowd any of any of us have ever fought under, fought in. So it's like I'm gonna show up, show out, get paid, enjoy my vacation in Miami, because I'm a Miami Dolphin fan, so I'm gonna definitely make a trip to the stadium before leave. And I'm going down. There, I'm going down there to you know fight this guy. Do I have no I, no clue about? <laughs> but a, a, a buddy that I work with, who's a who's a rapper, who's a who's a rapper from uh, Hollywood, Florida, as well. He just he, he he's been up in uh, South Carolina for two or three years now, and he's he he he's actually showed me a song where Paul F- 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 is featured in of his. Hmm. So he knows him, and he, that's how I knew he had a lot of street credit down there like street hmm. fights.
0: So you said uh, earlier you, the MMA fight early in your career was at 155. According to Tapology, your last win was at 170. What do you? What is this fight going to be fought at?
1: Uh, well, as an amateur, I fought 45, 55, and I took a four-hour notice. They, I took a four-hour notice fight uh, at 170, and. My for my pro debut was supposed to be at 170 and it ended up turning being at 175. My next fight after that was fifty-five. Then it was one seventy-three. And then my last fight was at 170, which mean and him both could easily made 155. But uh, he I was like, we want to fight it. He's like, 65, I said 70. He's like, 65 said, 70. He's like, oh, get, we can eat. <laughs> so this fight, this fight right here is at 155.
0: Do you have any problems cutting weight, or due to your wrestling background, is it something that you're pretty natural doing?
1: Um, I work it. I work it out back in David Buzzy. So trying not to eat my problem. But because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have I have grilled chicken and salad where I work. So this this one's been a little bit easier because since David Buzzy was just showing the fight, my my, my, bo- my boss has been calling my food. He's like, I want you, like, I want you to make weight. He said, like, we want you to not go out there and get beat up since we're showing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are they going to show the BKFC at the David Busters? Yes,
1: sir. the one in Greenville, South Carolina. Wow! Oh, wow! Like, we we show any kind of combat sports? Like, we're showing the um the Anderson Silva versus uh, Julio Cesar Junior fight too.
0: Interesting. That's my kind of uh, David Buster.
2: Yeah, no, the what, one out here in Jersey does it too. What was your question?
0: Where are y'all Where are y'all actually based out of?
2: I'm in New Jersey.
0: And I'm in Temecula, so Southern California between San Diego and LA.
1: Yeah, the only David Bush I know that shows that many fight that shows fights. Uh, the I want to say there's the, the one in Virginia Beach, ours, uh of Florida, and uh, there's a David Bush usually shows all mostly all UFC fights, especially if yeah. they're around like the sports side of things. But see, we show them because Wonder Boys Jim – Right down the road from my from the work from my job, so obviously we're going to show those because Wonder Boy's going to bring that crowd people who can't make it or can't afford it.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, uh, the one out here in Jersey shows them too. Yeah, they do. Nice.
1: Yeah, I got family in Hackensack.
0: <laughs> Did uh, what was I, I had it lined up? Uh, so you got the, the fight coming up. What? How how early do you get out there for it? The fight's on a. uh f- Friday night. Uh, how how uh, early do they get you out to Miami and get you uh, the week going?
1: Uh, the twenty sixth. I want to say on Saturday. I want to say this was a Saturday. Mm.
0: Okay, that make that I um, could be wrong yes. for sure. But what? Either way, what do they get you out there a couple days prior to the weigh in, or do you, do you show up on weigh in day? I'm flying out Thursday night.
2: Okay, mm.
1: Which that's got to be right. I mean, give or take, last two or three pounds.
2: Yeah. Okay. I was just gonna say. I mean, uh, that's got to be, uh, cutting it close with the with your weight. But if if you got folks helping you, like your boss and stuff like, then then you should be all right. Especially if it's something you're used to already.
1: Yeah. I mean, now I ain't gonna lie to you. I have had to cut fifteen thousand a day in Florida.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, you got to watch Florida though. Florida gets mad humid. I mean, I mean, you're in South Carolina, so you know, but. Oh so,
1: yeah. Well, see, um, I'm the the way I am. I'm, I'll, I'll, the, I'll water load a week of the fight and give or take I'll lose 7, 8, maybe 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, right now I'm sitting at 166 a week out. So yes, that's not bad. I'm sitting comfortably, so yeah. give or take, if I because I, I'm going to be on the plane when I get Because this is all that hurts. My coach cannot make it because his daughter just made nationals and, and dance and softball. And they're both in Myrtle Beach that same weekend. So, and he's her coach in softball. So, she dances on Friday and plays softball on Saturday. For both national, Nash- for both national all stars. So he's got he, So he's got to go up there. Which I'm okay. With. I'm, I'm, my my coach, This is the only fight he's ever missed of mine. So even when he was, even after he he had wrecked under the truck, he came in with a cane. Sat down in the corner. He didn't do nothing to hollering because he really couldn't. So uh, my teammate would take would take care of everything, would we'll holler and everything. So there was no problem. And hmm. usually my other coach, which is my dad, would come down. But <laughs> he's got. But my niece has to uh, had to have surgery that day, so he's got to be able to, to drive her home. So my teammate Brian Stonehands Jackson, who's a pro boxer, probably May fighter, and wanted in bare knuckle boxing. So. Uh, he, he, he's gonna go down to go down to, cor- go down to corner me along with my, my manager who is um joe elmore i signed 187 management a few a uh, few weeks ago and joe elmore is my manager who i've also mm. fought before in a Pancration match before i made my pro debut, <laughs> just to get used to that protein
0: yeah for those that don't know that are just kind of picking up joe elmore is one of the top rated uh lightweights and in, in bkfc um and uh, one of the more respected fighters. So that's great. Um, what uh, I guess I want to ask one quick question before we wrap up here about the South Carolina fight scene, you've been around it. You said kind of going back almost to 2007. Um, how have you seen the, 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 scene change? We talked to John Lucas. It sounds like South Carolina, uh, the Greenville area is especially uh, picking up uh, momentum as far as kind of a hotbed for the, the fight scene right now.
1: Yeah, it's, it's picked up a lot. Like, um, Derek Bronson's got his promotion, Ultimate Battlegrounds in Myrtle Beach, um, Showcase MMA, which is uh, Casey Oxenhandler's promotion, has been around, has been around Greenville, uh, Revolution Martial Arts. They've got one called uh, Fight Quest that they they've they've been doing in, in their gym, like, like in, in, like inside their gym because they got a nice facility where they can um, where they can do stuff like that, and they've been doing a lot of amateur events there. Which the scene and the scene's been a lot better, but my all four of my pro MMA fights were in Knoxville for Valor Fighting Challenge, which I respect Valor a lot. They they've been able to get some guys, some of my guys on the card. We we went up there five five deep. We went up there one. Well, just one guy? But we but they seem to like they, they managed to find us fights, find us opponents suitable for, suitable for us, and they don't just throw us in there like with somebody.
2: No, oh, we lost him again.
0: Give him a second, see if he bounces back, and we'll be wrapping up the show for the week. But um,
1: let's see. There he goes. Sticking and moving. People keep calling me. I'm so sorry.
2: It's okay. <laughs> That's right.
1: Wait, so-
0: I, I Yeah, where were you at? I lost where you're at. So uh, anyway, so you got the big fight coming up uh, Saturday. It is a Saturday. I did confirm my calendar was wrong. Saturday, June twenty sixth for BKFC, um, their most stacked card to date, uh, multiple title fights. Uh, Paul, do you have any uh, social media handles or anything you want to sh- throw out there? Uh, your, your. Uh, I know your Instagram and maybe Facebook for for any fans that want to follow you.
1: Uh yes. Um. My, my you can follow me on Facebook at Paul the ninja turtle Teague. also you can follow me on on instagram at um ninja Turtle bkfc also what did you say your gamer tag was and my gamer tag is my dirk 26 that's tony Xbox but <laughs> I have a I, I, if you play Warzone try, and try to hit me up, hit me up. That's also my Twitch handle too. My Derek Twenty Six is my Twitch handle too. Tune in, and I got a few sponsors I'd like to give a shout out to as well. That's cool. Absolutely. I want to give a shout out to Guaranteed Motors LLC up in Spartanburg, South Carolina. They've been they've been they've been they've been selling cars, pushing cars for these for these grad these new grad these newly graduates, these newly drivers. They're awesome. Drew Metcalf is a uh, he. He changed in Virginia, Virginia jitsu too, so he's familiar with the martial arts field. Um, also, I got to give a shout out to Under the Sun Tan Salon. They're um as a tanning bed place and a hair salon. They're awesome. Thank you, Taylor. You're awesome. I want to give a shout out to a heavy metal band. If y'all if y'all li- if y'all listen to rock music or heavy metal, make sure y'all check out a band called Redefined. They're they're awesome We're on the local scene. They're actually playing at this. Big four-day concert up in Danville, Virginia, called the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. They're playing with people like I Prevail, Corn, Papa Roach, people like that. They're playing. They're playing with like big, big names, and they're awesome. Like George, the lead singer Jordan, the drummer Dustin. They're they're like they're, they're they've been with me since my pancreas fight against Joe Edmore in 2017. It's been like they've been awesome. They've fought. They've been with me. They they've sponsored me. So. And I've, I they're they're awesome. Like I listen to that type of music. That's my type of music all day, every day. And and also want to give a shout out to Phil. Another heavy, another. uh, They're more death metal. If y'all listen to death metal or black metal, Dustin Mitchell, their lead vocalist, great dude, awesome man. Their name of the band is Phil. Make sure y'all check them out. Dustin is just like he he, he's been he 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 just started sponsoring me. My, uh, my, first pro day, my first debut he started sponsoring me and I'm all, I'm all giving them shout out other one of my other sponsors is um um dirty D's garage over in Jones, South Carolina that's my brother Dustin Blanton if it wasn't for him I wouldn't get I, he fixes all my cars for free if it wasn't for him I wouldn't get I wouldn't get anywhere if I needed to because he takes care <laughs> of me makes sure my car' good like my drive like my drive to Florida you know uh, you know he he he's got to make sure I'm, I'm I'm up and ready to go.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. So fans can follow us again at allaccessmma.com. They can follow the podcast on Twitter at Combat Hour, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins at MMA Hawk twenty one on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbazol on Twitter, Carbizal on Instagram. And old head carb on Twitch again. It's Paul Teague, June twenty sixth, BKFC eighteen. Best of luck, brother. Uh, also, a quick shout out to John Lucas for helping set this up, uh, our, our main fight doc uh, for the show. So, uh, shout out to John, and uh, best of luck, Paul. Uh, good talking to you, man. And uh, I'll be watching and uh, and cheering you. And uh, let's let's bring some pain on uh, on the
1: twenty sixth. Oh yeah, most definitely. I want to tell y'all, thank y'all. I love y'all. Make sure y'all always eat y'all's vegetables.
0: We'll <laughs> <right, laughs> do. Have All a good right.
1: night. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you much.
2: Bye. Hey guys, Ed here, East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on youtube and anywhere you listen to podcasts also if you'd like to help us out and donate uh, the support links are in any of the uh podcast descriptions and in some of the links are also provided on our youtube channel the Blogboard jungle um thanks again for listening and if you give us some support we'll give you a shout out on the podcast maybe uh bring you on for a ufc pay-per-view breakdown or two thanks again